Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris. Today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Under the Oak, who has a new album called Ripped Up by the Roots. It was released on September 25th via Wormhole Death Records. Right now, I'm being joined by Bulwark to share some more information about what the band has got going on, what they've been up to during this crazy time, and what they've got planned. So, Bulwark, welcome to the show. Thank you, and thank you for having us. Absolutely. Thanks for writing some killer tunes. Once, <laughs> once more, please. Thank you for writing some killer tunes. Oh, thank, thank you for thank you for for enjoying the music. Um, we are we are very happy with the with the album. You know, this this band is just uh, friends coming together. In the beginning, just to play trash cover songs, but uh, then our own music started developing, and uh, we just had fun with it. Really, um, very cool. Yeah, and something you'd mentioned in the pre-roll was that it was your first time doing thrash metal, but you guys all definitely come from the the 80s. And so uh, now that you mentioned friends coming together to play thrash cover songs, maybe take us through that. How did that start up? And was it specifically thrash from the 80s or did it leak into the 90s or even modern day 2000s? No, it was, was really to connect... Uh... I think a little bit with our youth and and just to cover cover songs and have fun, um, like me and uh, a friend of mine. We started playing guitar together when we were about ten, and we decided it's about time because now we are almost fifty. So it was about time we played together, and then uh, we put this band together. Uh, his name is Morton. He, he plays in another band called called Witchhammer. And uh, so he knew Justine, the singer. Well, I knew him also, but he knew he wanted to sing. And then Justine knew Marius, the drummer, and, and Morten knew, knew Steinar, the, the bass player, and uh, and so forth. But then again, Morten had some... Um, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of work, you know, professional. So, so he had to he had to jump ship, but then we just continued the four of us. And as we rehearsed, uh, usually I play a lot of guitar and then a lot of riffs turn up and then suddenly we had some songs and then we thought, okay, we have to to do something with that. And when we made some songs, we decided if we are going to record this, we had to have to do do it professionally, you know, to do the material, um, to make it... Um, as best as we can, and um, so we did, and we were very happy. We did the uh, did the recording at and darker studios in in Sweden, with uh, with Magnus uh, Devo, who who used to play in play bass in Marduk, and uh, who I've worked with many times, and really a great collaboration between him and me, and and then, yeah, and so forth. It was um, we were very happy with the recording, and I, I've known Wormhole that. Since many years we are friends, so uh, I was happy they wanted to release it, and yeah, and now we are here, and we are getting a lot of attention actually for the album, and we are very happy about that, of course. There's a lot Does of that... bands out there, and a lot of good bands, you know, the great competition. Yeah, I guess my question is: Does it surprise you how much attention you guys are getting? Yeah, for me, because I don't really think about it. I like to work with the music and go out and play the shows. Then you make the album, you release the album, but 
then I'm finished with the album. Then I'm starting on the new one, you know, because I have new ideas and this is already documented and I'm very happy with it. Obviously, there are stuff you, you want. If I started today, maybe we'd, we'd do, it, do it a little bit different here and there, but it's always like that. Uh, but, but again, uh, because of the vast um, competition, I, I am actually very surprised. We get good reviews. A few bad ones also, but uh, but good reviews and a, a lot of attention. I didn't really expect it. I didn't really think much about it. I just wanted to get it out there, have fun, and uh, hopefully some people would listen to it. Yeah, something else you mentioned too is you guys are almost 50, but I mean, I guess that's something that happens a lot more nowadays. I mean, did you guys stop to think maybe we're too old or just it didn't matter? You guys wanted to have fun. Yeah, no, we are very old and stupid. We don't think like that. We just go for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. No, we just have fun. This is. I, I think always people say, "Oh, you've been doing this for more than than twenty years." They say, and yes, we have. But a couple of us has been doing it for more than thirty five years. So it's just like it's who we are and what we do and what we think is fun to do. You know, so. Uh, yeah, so no, no stopping, never. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's funny. I have chatted with a few thrash metal bands uh, from the '80s that are still running today, such as Testament and Metal Church and whatnot. Yeah. And something that we comes do up. We play those bands. We, we still play cover tunes, you know, from Testament and Exodus, and yeah, beautiful. You know, and something that comes up is, uh, you know, we weren't supposed to be doing this past 30 or we weren't supposed to be living past 30 or whatever it is. And, you know, here yeah. we are at at 50. And uh, I don't know, does it change your perspective on the music industry? Oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> because when you start out and when you are young, then you have illusions. Uh, now you don't. Mm -hmm. Simple yeah. as that. Very cool. But, but but we choose to work with friends, you know, Wormhole Death, they are our friends. Uh, everybody's just, you know, we don't do it for the business. We don't, we didn't try to, to shop for a deal. Uh, we just wanted to work with people we know and we trust. Yeah, no, that absolutely makes a ton of sense. Now, uh, getting to the, the lead single, I believe, off of the album Chaos in the Pit, complete with... Now... I imagine this is pretty self-explanatory. A thrash metal band, Chaos in the Pit. It's about a mosh pit. People moshing to your tunes. Am I right? Yes. Simple as that. <laughs> now, the video it, was going to be of a mosh pit also, but then COVID happened. So no mosh pit in the video. Okay. Now that brings up a really interesting question then. So this music video was shot during the lockdown? Yes. Okay. So, but we are like uh, the band is like a cohort now. So, uh, the, the first couple of months, February, March, or maybe March, April, we didn't rehearse. But then we started meeting up for rehearsals and and pretty much uh, um, worked as usual with the band, just the four of us. So, um, so we're kind of a unit, mm -hmm. like a COVID unit. A COVID unit. That's going to be the next next thing. COVID unit. <laughs> but you use the word cohort in Canada? Yes, we do. Yeah, and because they did here, for instance, in kindergartens and 
suddenly everything was cohorts and I kept seeing all these very small Roman soldiers marching, you know, with their with their spears and like the old cohorts. So I think it was a very <laughs> brutal word to use for a four-year-old. But anyway, that's just yeah. me. Yeah, well, you bring up a good point because uh, there's two definitions for it, and the first definition is a, a Roman military unit. Um, the second definition is just a group of people banded together or treated as a group, and I think uh, those two definitions will probably get swapped here in the next little bit, especially with a situation like this. Yeah, yeah, I only knew about the Roman soldier bit, you know, so I found it a bit funny. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Now, you brought up COVID and some of the, the situations going on there. Was COVID a blessing in disguise for Under the Oak in the album release, or did it really mess things up? No, it's just uh, we had some shows canceled, but uh, the album was recorded in January. So, so we didn't really get any trouble with the album because of COVID. But uh, but for shows, obviously, now we've had a, po a couple of small small time shows, and we're playing one tomorrow also. But then it's for thirty people sitting in chairs one meter in between them, so it's a bit strange, but it's fun still. Um, it's a different kind of chaos in the pit. It's COVID in the pit. Very very different. I keep seeing like the rainbow videos from the seventies from Japan when everybody is sitting. So and then I, I just pretend being Richie Blackmore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I don't. No, not at all. <laughs> well, that, that brings up an interesting because I get the question all the time. You know how how are bands dealing with it around the world? As well, it kind of depends on where they're at. Because, for example, here in Canada, to my knowledge, bands aren't playing at all. Um, and then you'd mention uh, the situation where there's. There has to be a certain number of people, and I've heard the same thing in Switzerland as well. Um, that you yeah. know, you get you get thirty people, but that includes everybody. That includes the band. That includes uh, you know the people running the place. So your crowd size is actually more like fifteen to twenty, depending on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but but I'm happy people are still putting on shows because there's a, always a, a lot of people working in the metal community in all. Uh, all instances doing a lot of, like yourself, you know, thank you for that, supporting the scene. Mm -hmm. um, it's really important. And I think probably it's it's one of the reasons we've stayed metalheads for, for 35 years, you know. <laughs> Once metal, you can't go back. Yeah, yeah. But it is like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Now, you mentioned that the record was already recorded in January. So was it slated for an earlier release in the year, or was it still planned to release it uh, in September? Yeah, everything according to plan, because we were supposed to have a, a release party in August with the, together with Tankard, uh, but obviously that was cancelled, so, um, so we recorded um, pretty early and had the production of, of the album finished pretty early, but uh, then a, a, a September release. And we will release again September... Uh, in two years. So uh, we decided to do an album every two years. Okay. So basically sticking to the plan, doesn't matter what happens. Um, 
I'm curious, though, with regard to promoting the album, which normally would require a lot more shows and things. Are you guys doing anything online, like live streaming or, or anything like that? No, <laughs> no, we talked about it. A lot of people is, is doing it. Uh, so in the beginning, we said to ourselves, well, everybody's doing it, so we don't do it yet. And then we thought about doing it now. Uh, but then there was a lot of equipment and we kind of lost interest. We'd rather play for 30 people, you know, and yeah, I think uh, as, as long as nobody comes up to us and says, can we please, <laughs> can we please, uh, uh, what do you call it? Send the show, uh, stream the show. Can we please stream your show? Then we would thank them gratefully, but uh, I don't think we are going to deal with that ourselves. At least not as long as we can play a few small-time shows, then we are happy. Okay, very cool. Now, when it comes to the track Wrath of Nature, which is the other track that we're going to be chatting about today, um, and you mentioned music video going to be recorded over the winter, uh, released in the spring. Now, I guess, how much of this track can you tell us about with regard to the music video? Uh, we have an idea, actually, but uh, which I'm not going to say too much about. But, you know, the song is uh, is about nature. And uh, and if you screw with nature, nature is going to screw you back. Uh, and it does. And, um, yeah. But um, uh, did you like the video for uh, for Chaos? Yeah, yeah, no, I did. I like the fact that you guys are coming together. It looks like I thought it was a plane, but it's it's not. You guys are just um, like you got your guitars, got all the stickers on the cases. You got flight cases. You guys are serious. We've got the black and white touch to it. Um, yeah, it looks we, like we actually a, had that car towed, you know, so we are the car is moving without brakes, hardly any steering. We were very, very afraid making that video. <laughs> and then we had a lot of fun when we turned it over. <laughs> and yeah, and then the owner, the next day, the singer, Justine, he said, there is a dent in the roof. And we were like, yeah, of course. And he was like, I didn't think it was going to be a dent. And then, yeah. So, uh, but it's going to be same style, uh, black and white. Um, some live footage and some uh, simple acting. Mm -hmm. We had a lot of fun making making the video, actually. <laughs> well, it looks like it. And from as I'm watching the music video now, I'm also hearing hearing the audio of it. And going back to the production level of, of thrash metal, uh, something that I, I dug was you guys took what sounds like a more old school approach, but it, it doesn't sound old school. Yeah. Uh, I'm just curious because, you know, you've got like, for example, the latest Testament record that sounds... Uh, I don't know, I guess like modern thrash metal or whatever. And then you've got the other movement of thrash where even though it comes out 2020, just like you guys, taking more of an old school sound, I guess, how did you do that? And why was that decision made? Uh, it was very simple. We decided very early. And as I, I, as long as I've worked with, with Devo before, um, we just said, um, make it sound good, contemporary and not old school, not whatever, but do the songs justice and make it sound good. And and obviously there's a lot of heavy metal also in our music. Um, 
So we, we tried to be kind of a trash band, but then then all the influences uh, got in there, and then the music becomes what it becomes. So, uh, but the, the short uh, the short answer is uh, we just told him to make it sound good, and he did. We were very happy with with uh, with how it's sounding. Mm-hmm. How did you guys get the car upside down? Oh, we just tilted it. <laughs> Again, a lot of fun, and then we put a smoke machine in there. Okay. Also, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. All right. But well, it guess- was very scary being towed in the road with with traffic, you know, meeting traffic and everything, and hardly any steering and no brakes at all. So, with all four of us in there, yeah. I think it was actually pretty. Yeah, good. It wasn't my kids. <laughs> Beautiful. Now this album ripped up by the roots. What should we expect from this record? Either musically, lyrically, both maybe. Uh is there a theme that runs through it at all? What should we expect from the record? Uh honesty. You know, uh being true to your roots and uh, just playing what what you like. Uh, and also the the songs they start usually with guitar riffs, but then we meet in the the rehearsal room and uh, arrange everything, and we put quite a lot of work into it. And uh, it's just uh, friends having fun, but uh, but making music we like. You know, we think it's good music, and luckily other people think so too. I think we can say now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I believe that I've asked all the questions that I have. We chatted about Chaos in the Pit, the music video, the Wrath of Nature, the record ripped up by The Roots, uh, what you guys have been up to during uh, the COVID situation. Is there anything that I didn't ask that you wanted to chat about? No, I just want to thank everybody for seeing the video, for for uh, streaming the album. And uh, the album is also available on uh, on vinyl. And uh, and CD and uh, and to everybody out there and, and especially you, John. Thank you very much for supporting the scene. Um, and it's uh, great to speak with you in Canada. You know the world is so small now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, thank you. You are welcome. 